Happy March 7th, 2022. I'm Trace Wood. And I'm Weston Arthur. Welcome to what might be the finale of our Pick'em series for this year. Nah. Uh, <laughs> nah. Um, all the LC8 teams are done in the tournament, so congrats to uh, the boys and girls basketball teams on your years. We're down the one uh, boys and one girls WCL team. We got uh, the Wayndale girls and the Norwayne boys left. Uh, the Wayndale girls, this game isn't for state, is it? Is this just... Well, it's state playoffs, so it's the final eight. Okay. All right, so we have Wayndale against, is it Worthington Christian? I think I think that's the name, yes. Worthington Christian, and that's at... That's Thursday, March 10th, and it's at Dayton University, I believe. That's yep. right. And then Norwayne's playing Lutheran East on Wednesday, March 9th, at the Canton Fieldhouse. Uh, Lutheran East just beat Smithville, right? Uh, yes. By Dang, 16, we, I think. So we could have had Norwayne and Smithville. That would have been kind of cool. That would have been – yeah, I'd probably go to that. Yeah. Uh, so what do you want to start with? Uh. Let's start with the girls. Um, we don't know as much, so this probably won't be a fair um, <laughs> ranking or, or whatever uh, prediction, but we should start with the girls. Um, so, Wayndale is 26-0, and Worthington Christian is 25-2. and Worthington Christian has lost to uh, Alter Academy High School, maybe, and then... All a tangy Liberty girls basketball, um, both of which seem to be pretty good teams. Obviously, I mean you don't actually make state playoffs, but um, all a tangy just got beat in their playoff game last week um, by Lincoln, and then the other team I think has also been beat. Give me a sec. This takes a while to figure out. Um. Oh, Archbishop Alter. Okay, so this isn't Archbishop Hoban, but it's an Archbishop team uh, who also plays Thursday. So the teams that they've lost to were both really, really good teams. <laughs> um, they did play Wellington. Yeah, I just saw that. Uh, and beat them by 30. So, I mean, that's not really a, a completely fair prediction, but they do – they did play Ottawa Glandorf, and I know Ottawa Glandorf is literally good at every single sport, boys and girls. So, except for like boys basketball, I think. So, <laughs> hey, they, uh, they also played Wellington School. Yeah, they from, did. They, it's from Columbus. They played them twice. They played them twice. Wellington School. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, that makes so much more sense. They didn't actually play Wellington. This happens sometimes. Um, like, if you look at Hillsdale's schedule for boys basketball, it says that they beat Wellington School and Wellington by the same score. So they didn't actually play Wellington. They played Wellington School, and for some reason, when that gets put in, it also puts in Wellington with the exact same score. Oh. So they didn't uh, play Wellington girls, I don't think. Huh, okay. No, it was just the same exact score. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I, There is no... Diasis already. There is no common matchups, is there, on their schedules? I don't think so. 
Um, I can I have, really quick though. I haven't seen any. I'm I'm looking between both. Okay. Well, where's this team from? This Wor- team just Worthington. What? Where is Worthington? I honestly I don't know where Worthington is. Worthington, Ohio. Uh, to be fair, they probably don't know where Waynedale is. So yeah, that, that's fair. <laughs> okay, well. It looks like the schools in our um, conference are Columbus schools. Okay, so they must be somewhere like, I don't know, southern in Ohio, or at least south of us. Um, I'm, I'm trying to find, see if they played any similar opponents. I bet they haven't, but considering they're so far away, um, yeah, it doesn't look like they've played any similar opponents. It seems like Worthington's probably played better teams overall. Mm-hmm. And that's not saying Waynedale girls have bad teams. I mean, Downton and Chippewa are always really, really good at basketball. Um, they played Washington Maslin, who's – I don't know how great they are at girls basketball, but I know they're good at a lot of sports. And then, obviously, they played in the playoffs. I mean, they beat West Holmes, who's a, a way bigger school than Waynedale. Um, they played Berlin Highland, who is good at basketball in general just because – yeah, um, fairly. They, they beat Oberlin, you know, sixty nine to six. Oberlin's yeah. a big school, exactly. And then obviously they beat this Liberty team and this Warrenville's height team. Our heights team is twenty two and two. And one thing I have noticed is that there's a huge difference between the really good girls teams and the really good guys teams with their record. Like Waynedale's twenty six and zero. If you look at like Norway's record, I think they were like. What like eighteen and five before the playoffs or something like that, and like they're really really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the guy well, just I think the competition's a little bit higher, or it's easier for them to lose. I mm-hmm. think. Well, I mean, I th- that's what we were saying too. The last couple of episodes, like we were kind of like, yeah, I think Norwin's just ready to be in the playoffs, and they've yeah, just like absolutely. killed every single team. I mean, absolutely. I think the closest margin of victory has probably been. Maybe a little under thirty, right? I mean, they've been smacking one, everybody. Well, they, they beat a team. They beat Elyria Catholic by like sixteen. But if you watched that game, you would know they could have won that game by thirty-five or forty points if they wanted to. Yeah, I mean, we were at Chipotle midway through the fourth quarter. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they probably put the JV in and and uh, shot a bunch of free throws and <laughs> yeah. crap like that. So I mean, that doesn't mean anything to me. Um, yeah, Norwin's definitely really good. But back to Wayne Dale. <laughs> I mean, this should uh, just this should be a good game. I mean, they both had close games last time they played. Absolutely. Um Yeah, I I don't know, it's just I'm not really used to these school I, I I'm really unaware of these schools that yeah. Worthington's played. Uh heard of Buckeye Valley, I've heard of no, I really haven't heard of many of these at all. I, I don't know. Um, Here's it's the crazy one how thing... many high schools there are. <laughs> Here's the one thing that I will say, um, and I've said this before about teams, and I'm sure that I've been wrong before, but I've said you can only win so many close games. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, they beat Downton by four points. They beat Smithville, who's not a very good team, by one point. They beat Smithville again by four points. Um, they beat Ripman sixty three to nine. Um, <laughs> Berlin Highland, <laughs> Berlin Highland by five. Uh, Trin- uh Trinity, that twelve points is a lot. 
And, uh, and Tr- Trinity was a good team, actually. Yeah, in this past school by one point. Now, what is interesting to me is that in their fourth playoff game, they won by the most points out of all their playoff games other than Oberlin. <laughs> That's so weird to me. Um, but, I mean, I think girls sports especially, there's a lot less of, like, peaking, I think. Yeah. And this is no offense to anybody, but like I think that's mostly because there's a lot less athleticism that goes in the game. Like if the difference between a really athletic girl and a really unathletic girl or just the average girl is way different than a really unathletic guy and an average guy. Like I would consider myself pretty athletic. The average guy isn't that less athletic than me. You mm-hmm. know. But then you watch a really, really good girls basketball player against, like, girls who probably aren't that serious about it. It's like, holy – I mean, like, think about some WNBA players. If you look at their high school stats, they scored, like, 100 points in a quarter and a half. Yeah. I I mean, like, LeBron could play against Rittman in, like, that wouldn't happen. (laughs) Bro, imagine. (laughs) Seriously. Um, but anyways, I think that Wayndale doesn't, I mean, I don't think they peak too early or anything. I, I don't think that that's as true of girls teams as, as often. Um, I think that this other team is really, really good. I think Wayndale's really, really good. And I think that the only difference is that Wayndale has won all of their games. Um, and they've played good competition, and they've still won all their games. So I'm going to stick with them. They've won a lot of close games. I bet this game will be close. And and I think that the team who's won more close games and is more comfortable in that situation is probably going to come out on top. And I'm going to say that Waynedale will win that. Well, Waynedale's last three playoff games have been against three teams that got first in their conferences. Yeah. Uh, Fair- yeah. Let's see what Fairless got. Fairless was fourth in their conference. All right. And then I was looking at the Worthington game. Yeah. Overland was, you know, they were even first in the boys conference. That's how good they were. Um, Looking at Worthington, it looks like the teams they've, yeah, they played some good teams towards the end. Oh, for sure. Let's see what Ottawa, Glandorf was. Okay. Ottawa was second. There's, I don't know. I mean, you're, you're 20, what, 26 and 0? Or is it 28 and 0? 26 and 0. Yeah, you're 26 and 0 for a reason. Right. Um, yeah, I still wish I would have watched them play this year. But uh, yeah, I think they win this game. I think it's really close, though, because I don't know, just from the scores and everything, both these teams kind of seem similar. I didn't check rosters or anything, though. I agree. But yeah, I'll see it being a close game. I'll take Waynedale by like four. That's what I would say, too. I'd say that. It probably comes down to a last-second shot, or at least, like, a dagger shot, I would think. Um, and, I mean, like, it's hard to continue winning, but obviously, like, both of them are doing it. So somebody has to eventually lose, and I'm, I'm going to say that Wayne Dale will stay on top. Yeah, I mean, they're playing these huddle highlights at the bottom right now, and all these... Like, Waynedale girls can shoot. This one girl just picked up oh, yeah. the ball and spun around and shot it. Like, from yeah. deep. It's not like your foot might be on the line. They're just – like, they're – oh, my gosh. <laughs> they're just hitting all these threes. Okay. This yeah. is crazy. 
Um, yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. I'll take I'll take Wayne Dell for sure. Uh, that's a good sound. <laughs> the classic door. Uh, <laughs> so, do we just want to move on to Norway now? Yeah. So, um, Norway. Sadly, sadly enough, um, Norway doesn't get to play Smithville, which is disappointing. Uh, but I mean, Smithville had a tough task. Uh, I think the team that they played was definitely better than the teams that Norway has played. Not that Norway's had a cake, uh, cupcake walk. I mean, they played some good teams. They're just way better. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing: Lutheran East is really, really good. They're 14 and 10, and they're in regionals. That means something. Mm-hmm. That means that, that they're probably a team who hasn't gotten serious to the playoffs, and they've played really, really good schools. I mean, if you look at the teams they've played, St. Ignatius, Shaw, um, Glendeville, Shaker Heights, Medina, Downton. St. Ed's. But why, why does it say they lost in the playoffs on Max Prep? You know, yeah, yeah, it always says that. St. <laughs> Vincent St. Mary, Lutheran West. Um, Buckeye, I mean, they lost to Buckeye. That's pretty, oh, yeah, that's their loss in the yeah, playoffs. And, and maybe, Bu- that, maybe that's not right. Maybe they Buckeyes, didn't lose to Buckeye. Buckeye's in D2. Okay, yeah, maybe they didn't lose to Buckeye then. This doesn't um, make any sense. No, oh, okay. I was completely wrong about Norway's record too. They're twenty-four and two, um, and this team just beat Smithville by sixteen. Uh, Smithville earlier in the year beat Norway. Now Norway's a way different team now, um, like way different. Here's what I would like to know about Lutheran East: probably two or three things. One, do they have five guys who can make a bunch of threes? Two. Do they always box out, and do they push the floor really, really well? And three, how tall are they? Because mm-hmm. Norway's not that big. No. But somehow they find a way to grab 15 offensive rebounds a game. I mean, right. they crash the boards really well. That Rupp kid, I mean, he doesn't really shoot amazing or anything like that. But he grabs all these offensive boards, gets wide open layups, finishes really well. I mean, he, the dude, it's like a silent like twenty a game. He, it's kind of a boring twenty. It's all like yeah. open layups, but it's it's probably so good for the team. Yeah, I mean, he's probably that's a swing. I think about it, fifteen offensive rebounds. That's a swing of at least fifteen points right there. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, and that's that's considering that you miss half of those shots. You probably don't miss half of those shots. Um, so that's what I'm interested in. Does Lutheran East rebound really well? Are they really tall? And can they really, really shoot? Because I think that's what, absolutely what you need to beat Norway. I know they've played really good schools. But honestly, like, I think Norway <laughs> – I know this sounds insane to say, and people probably think I'm crazy if – for saying this, I think Norway would put up a very good game against St. Vincent St. Mary. Watching them play, it's like you can't stop their offense. I think the only way that you can really beat them is, first of all, keep them from grabbing offensive rebounds. Second of all, you have to be able to outscore them. I mean, I think to beat Norway, 
it has to be like a 70 to 60, 80 to 70, 90 to 80 match. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, they played really good schools these last two weeks. They beat both of them easily, and they could have beat them by 40 points if they wanted to. Right. I, I know that you weren't able to go to this most recent game, but there were times where Norway would have the ball for a minute straight and made 20 passes, not a single mistake, and would get a wide-open layup. Mm-hmm. They are the most fundamentally sound team I've watched all year. They can They have stars. Um, Isaiah Portis is really, really, really good at basketball. Rupp is really, really good at basketball. There's other guys on that team who are really, really good at basketball. Everybody knows their role. Nobody is selfish. Their coaching is good. They grab rebounds. They pass the ball really well. They don't turn the ball over. I mean, I, I mean, genuinely, I don't know. I don't know how far they can go just because they aren't the tallest, but I wouldn't be surprised if they went. I don't know. They one or two more rounds, three more rounds. You know, they make the elite eight. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I think that they beat this Lutheran East team, and I think people will be surprised that they beat them probably by ten points. Well, how how bad did Norway beat Dallas the second time around? So it was by thirteen points, um, and they did they did give up. 60 that's okay actually now that you say that um like think about it that way norway beat one of the better offensive teams in the league um and they they simply outscored probably the best offensive team in the league they outscored them 80 to 67 because east east lost it down by five now that is january 19th so and right. they were on a losing streak from that game for the next right. four, but I mean, yeah, you can look at the common opponent stuff too, and yeah, Lutheran East beat Smithville, but then Norway beat Smithville the second time around too. They they did. Um, or was it the second or the? Yeah, they beat them the second time around, fifty to thirty nine. Right, um, and yeah, I mean, it it just yeah they played good teams, but when Lutheran East, yeah, they played good teams, but when they did play good teams, I wouldn't say a 17-point loss looks amazing. I get you're playing St. Vincent, St. Mary. I get you're playing St. Ed's, but still a 20-game point. Yeah. And, like, Dallin, Dallin's losing to, uh, what, like, Hoban, but they're losing by four, right? Losing to Hoban by four. They lost to Menor by five. They lost yeah. to a lot of these really good teams by very low amount of points. So I mean, yeah, they're taking the challenge, but they're not really. Sometimes they're not like teams that take. Yeah, there's there's teams that take the challenge and they actually like play hard. Like there's a reason they're they're trying to get better. This looks like hey, we scheduled these teams to like look cool. It doesn't look like they actually like competed with them. Uh, Yeah, and this is what I'll say a bit against Norway because I've actually got to watch them uh, get a mount this year, and. from what I saw the first time against Northwestern is they kind of just, I don't know. I think you got Northwestern had a good game, but we Norway did. and kind of just it almost looked like they were just kind of running around. I, I don't know. Right. It, lo- it looked weird. And when I was, when I was uh, sitting up there in your guys' student section, it was like Nor- Norway seemed like kind of tall, honestly. I was like, all right, they look good. The next time I went to watch Norway was at their place against Wellington. 
we were on the bomb road, the bleachers. And that's when I really realized, I'm like, okay, Norway's not that tall. I mean, th- like, they're super athletic, and it's not like they're short or anything. It's just that they don't have, like, that height that, like, every dominant high school basketball right. team has. And I think that's why Wellington did pretty good against them because they were matched up. They were actually kind of taller and just, like, more physical than them. Uh, but, yeah, that game, and then I'm trying to, I think the next one after that probably will have been the – uh, I, I watched them another time before the playoffs, I think. Uh, but the biggest thing I've seen is that they have meshed so much better as a team. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I haven't gone to like every game, but the games I have gone, they mesh better. And the biggest thing is they have so much confidence in each other. Is it Ethan, their oh, point yeah. guard? Yeah, I Ethan mean, Hunt. he was driving against the Lyria Catholic and he passed it behind his head and there was a guy right there ready for the ball. Right. And right. like, or he would just throw no look passes but there's always a guy there and right i don't know he's a good manager he can get the ball he can get the shots when he has to and they're just all athletic like they make up for their height with just how athletic they are and like how they like jump toward the rebound they just don't wait right. for it to come down to them they just play fundamental basketball i mean that's kind of why they've been doing so good uh and like you Go said back they're not, to they're when not Trace said fairview would beat norway yeah i would have picked fairview <laughs> Uh, and, and I don't blame you. <laughs> no, yeah, I, Fairview was a good team. I honestly thought Fairview would shoot lights out and win the game. Uh, but no, that did not happen. Uh, but yeah, there's fundamentally sound, not selfish. They'll have open three sometimes, but it might be from distance, and they'll pass it to somebody who has a better three or somebody that's cutting. Uh, good defense. Uh, and the points are usually like spread out throughout the team. Right. So, yeah, I I think Norway smacks these guys. I mean, it's honest. just hard it's so hard to pick against Norway when you watch them play and you you literally see like I I would watch them play and I I see every other team, oh, they would have taken that contested layup. Oh, they would have turned the ball over there. Oh, they would have gotten trapped there. Oh, they would have done this. They would have done that. And then you watch Norway, it's like drive, dribble, dribble, pass. Drive, dribble, dribble, jump step, pass. Drive, dribble, dribble, pass. Pass, pass, shot. Offensive rebound, pass. Dribble, dribble, pass. Drive, pass off, wide open layup. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's every possession. I think that the best way to beat Norway is to simply say, screw the defensive game. They're going to score on us no matter what. Mm -hmm. Uh, All I would do, literally all I would do is I'd play a zone and I would make sure that there's a player in the paint at all times to try to get rid of some of those open layups and to get offensive rebounds. And I would just say all of my best shooters I want on the floor. I want one tall guy. I want somebody who can break the press. And I just want to shoot threes all day and just try to outscore this Mm -hmm. team. Because these guys, I mean, I mean, they have depth. They play really hard. Nobody's selfish. They have stars, and they they do everything really well. They're really good defensive, really good offensive, really good shooters, really good at. I mean, even free throws. I mean, they mm-hmm. don't even miss free throws. Um, so I think to beat them, you probably need a point guard who can always break the press. You need three or four shooters who are because this is the thing about Norway's defense they really really crash in on the paint and they do a great job of it Mm -hmm. and then it's i I guarantee you they're immediately taught run out to the perimeter as soon as the ball is passed because that's where it's going Mm -hmm. and they give 
just that tiny enough space to shoot a three, but to make you think about it. Right. Just that tiny space. So once they play a team of three or four guys who play AAU basketball who literally just shoot threes all day, they may struggle. But at the same time, I mean, they beat Downton. They beat Fairview. They beat Illyria Catholic. I mean, they beat this this first-round uh, team in the playoffs so bad that it, their name isn't even on Max Preps. It's just tournament <laughs> opponent. I mean, they're not even a real school anymore. <laughs> they made their school give up and just restart. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, playing any high school team, especially past the first round, and holding them to under 30 points at this day and age of basketball, when you're scoring 80 on them, that's incredible. I mean, most teams that you watch, if they're scoring 80 points, the other team is scoring at least 60. I mean, it's just you're giving up too many possessions. And it's funny, too, because at least in my opinion, everything they do is simple. Like, yeah, like (laughs) they're, they're doing the stuff we like did in middle school almost. I'm not sure if it's because our coaches, uh, Coach West is his dad, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if it's because he's talking to him or not, but like it's legit like the same offense. Uh, like I, I'll like see some plays. I'm like, that's literally like what we did. Or <laughs> he'll like call it out. It's like simple middle school stuff. They're just they like just super do, good at it. They do everything perfect, man. I mean, it's like my goodness, I'm seriously in the four years I've been in high school, and maybe it's just because I haven't gotten to watch any of the the really really great schools um, in the playoffs. And and we do, we we would like to go to um, watch teams in the playoffs uh, who are like Division One and stuff like that. But maybe it's just because of that. But seriously, I've never watched a team so fundamentally sound. I mean, mm-hmm. they they. My goodness, this past game. The other team was a good defensive team. They were. They were a very good defensive team. But literally what would happen is that they'd be playing really good defense, and then it's just one pass. Because after 20 passes, how many – like, you can only get lucky for so long, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's literally what would happen. It's it's really incredible, honestly. I I feel like the biggest thing, too, is if, like, Norway, like, gives up, like, a basket or something, they, like, don't, like – they don't get phase. Like, there's never a momentum no. shift. They're usually the ones that, like, cause momentum shifts. Like, it's always, like, they're, like, nothing bad ever. Like, they never, like, put their head down. Easiest way to right. say it. Like, they're always the one that makes the other team put their heads down. Like, they, they, just, oh. they just always play hard. Here's another thing about them. Um, there is no such thing as coming back against Norway. And maybe this will bite me. And they they come back or whatever, uh, or they get they get a big lead and they come back. But as soon as these guys get get a big lead, it's over. I mean, uh-huh. we watched it in that first quarter against uh, Illyria Catholic. They did start out by about eight points and they got tied. Then they got that lead again and it was gone. I mean, yeah. It, did they did they ever trail? Time where the other team was close. I don't think they ever trailed. No, no, they <laughs> yeah. didn't. Or if they did, it was for like a minute. Yeah, it was like literally a Catholic. This kid went down to go dunk the ball, and he he missed it, and he was still down there. Literally a Catholic got yeah. a steal. They passed it down to him. The kid went for a dunk again, got fouled, you know. So literally a Catholic's all like jacked up, you know. They're like, oh yeah, let's go. 
Norway was just kind of like staring there. And then the kid missed both his free throws and Norway was good. Oh, the one parent. uh, And if any Norway kids are listening to this, they'll find this hilarious. The one parent going, they're too small. They're not big enough. (laughs) Yeah, the Catholic community is too small. It's like, dude, please play them in football or watch their throwers or anybody from their school and try to tell me they're they're too small. And here's another thing: Norway isn't that small. They're just they just don't have a really tall kid. And they're mm-hmm. just all like like six foot, six foot one, five eleven, and skinny. Mm-hmm. But they're all really athletic. I mean, <laughs> right. I don't know. They're really good. Uh, yeah. I... By the way. You know, I was talking about how Otto Glendorf is good at every sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was lying when I said that Otto Glendorf isn't good at boys basketball because they are. Uh, I was thinking of Kirtland. Otto Glendorf is ranked first in the state for boys basketball at Division Three. Oh, so <laughs> and, I, and I took that personal. <laughs> Uh, um, also, if you go on the OHSAA boys tournaments, did you see there's like a whole message about like Akron uh, Butch Tour or whatever in Akron East? I think there was a big fight that happened because it said like, wait, what? Go to the OHSAA and uh, click boys basketball tournament. And there's this whole message by the OHSAA and it says like the NADE or whatever is disappointed. Yeah. Here it is. Uh, video footage shows fight at Booktill East game. Um, this is the team who who played Firelands, isn't it? Yeah, the Butch is it Butchtill? Is that how you say it? But yeah, that's who Firelands played. Did you cut out? difficulties Weston, yeah. what were you saying so i was watching the fight from the akron bookdale game um yeah it kind of looked like basically like an mlb brawl gone bad like you'll see like the, <laughs> the dugouts like bleed in and like everybody just leaves them and like gets in this big group and then it kind of like ends from there people are just kind of talking crap and then like i don't know like acting like tough guys like these dudes basically left the bench flooded the flooded the court and then like everything was chill and then all of a sudden like a couple kids from both teams were like jumping in the pile like throwing fists going nuts jeez and like nobody who was actually involved with the beginning where it looked like there might have been a hard foul um but really like nobody who was involved from the beginning was the one were the ones fighting it was tell it because it was kind of it looked like it was shot on a mic because all the guys in the bench trying to get some action yeah it's all the guys in the bench or like all these guys who weren't really that involved like these people are freaking out but i mean i don't know i i mean you can't have that but Uh, i will say the the thing i the thing i don't miss from playing basketball is just a toxic toxicity i guess yeah (laughs) like i i like to just play basketball i i I guess in any sport, though, I'm just I'm not a trash talker. I, I remember in middle school this one time I was playing Firelands, and I was guarding this kid, and he's uh 
he's like running around the baseline trying to get like the ball. He's going up to the top. He like looks behind him. He goes, "You can't guard me! You can't guard me!" And he like gets the ball at the top of the three point line. And I like go up to him, and he shoots it, and just like hits the side of the backboard. Oh. And he like ran back. I was like, "Bro, oh. it was oh my god, dude! It was I just that's the, like the aspect I don't miss. I." I just be out there having a good time. There's just that one kid who's like, you can't guard me. And I'm like, bro, shut up. Oh, for sure. And, like, in football, like, I definitely talk trash. Um, And, like, I don't know. People who know me know that. But, like, I feel like in football it's so different because, like, it's kind of like you make a big play, then you say something. Yeah. <laughs> or, right. like, or like if you are talking, like, yeah, it has some meaning behind it because some dude can, like, just jack you at any time and there's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. Or I hate, like, these fake tough guys in basketball because it's like you're not playing a contact sport. Like, yeah, I don't I, know. I, I feel like I feel like like there's a trash talk in football, but, like, everyone has, like, some sort of respect for each other. Like, in my yeah. experience playing football, like, there's been baseball. times, like, you can get – in and on in like talk crap to each other like push their heads to the ground or whatever but at the end of the game you're always shaking hands with the guy and everyone's always like good game and everything but like i feel and i feel like that's the same in wrestling uh i'm not sure about baseball like but basketball it seems like it's just always like yeah the, the kids wearing the like thrasher sweatshirts or something out there on the court like exactly i, I, I don't know dude it's like Come on. It's, it's, I think, and some people aren't going to like this. Other than baseball, it's definitely the most pretty boy sport. Yeah, I'd say that's true. Oh, I mean, majority wise. First of all, people who play baseball, nobody cares if you think your sport is the hardest. All of our sports are so different, and we're all concerned with our own crap. Nobody cares. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I, I will say the whole what's the hardest sport debate. There's just so many different aspects in this sport. Yeah. But one thing well, I will agree with, and Brady and I talked about this before, I do think that I, I, I said I don't think it takes much athleticism, but I think baseball is one of the most skilled sports. Like you have to be, be. very skilled. It, it can be. But at the same time, like, yeah, if you, if you spend – three hours a day trying to hit a baseball you're eventually like it's the same thing as anything like if you do things constantly your brain and your body will just get used to and you'll get really really good at that you Mm -hmm. know same as if like this is what i was saying these people were trying to argue with me at school about it i was like well i agree that baseball is definitely hard but look at all the nfl players who've been drafted into the mlb there haven't been any MLB specific players to go into the NFL. It's just not a thing, you know, and, and that's kind of my point. And that's not a sound argument, but it's a very surface level, but it means something. So mm-hmm. well, what, what baseball players will always say, well, you couldn't hit a 95 mile per hour fastball down the middle. Well, yeah, you're right. I suck at baseball. Second of all, <laughs> like, Okay. Let's compare that to like, like they use like this MLB like really good pitcher analogy <laughs> compared to like <laughs> me. It's like okay, you go be Tom Brady on the Buccaneers and try to like 
I don't know, complete a single pass. Like, it's not going <laughs> to happen, bro. It's not going to happen. Go be You're Aaron not going to nowhere to look. You're going to throw the ball super slow and wobbly, and somebody's going to intercept it and return it for a touchdown, and you're going to get blindside blocked. Like, Go be Aaron Rodgers and lead one of his, like, 30-second, fourth-quarter comeback drive. Exactly. <laughs> it's literally, like, the same. I would love to see, like, the batting average on a 95-mile-per-hour fastball in, like, the high right corner of the box or something, and then compare that to the percentage of like Aaron Rodgers <laughs> leading a 30 second or like any quarterback leading like a 30 second 70 yard drive to win the game. And I guarantee you, it's less likely that that quarterback went all the way down that field and won the game. I guarantee, yeah, you. I. I I'm not going to diss any sport. I don't have a reason to, but I ain't going to diss the kids that do diss other sports. Exactly. Like, don't don't diss another sport, especially if you don't play it. But like like we just said, like the whole point of us saying this, like there are so many different things that go into every different exactly. sport. It's so hard to say what's. I, I think every sport is the hardest in its own respect. I mean, I I don't know. Like like I could I think that you could very easily make an argument that wrestlers have the hardest sport. I mean, think about you're cutting weight, you're becoming super weak on purpose so that you can wrestle lower mm-hmm. and everybody else is too. So if you don't do that, then you're at a huge disadvantage. Then you have to go on that freaking mat. Have you ever tried to wrestle somebody for three minutes straight? It is Man, I, I I give up after Brandon Rollins for like fifteen seconds, bro. Exactly. <laughs> like, nah, I'm good. It's exhausting. I, no, mean, I, I think... think if you put a really good wrestler on a football field and told them to do well, they'd probably do pretty well. If mm-hmm. you put a really good football player who doesn't wrestle on a wrestling mat, they would get double. Oh god, no. Yeah. But even just an average wrestler, it wouldn't even be close. And I know uh, sports are different, and that's our whole point. But, like, that's my point, is that there's so many sports that are so, so difficult. And maybe this isn't – this is because I really haven't watched it a lot or had any form of playing it. But I think I think hockey would be pretty hard, dude. I mean, hockey I would like, definitely be difficult. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot that goes into that. Now, I think that a lot of us think that like hockey would be a lot harder because like, wow, ice skating is really difficult, and ice ice skating is really difficult. But it's like the same thing as hitting the baseball. Like, yeah, it's if that's all you do, and but yeah, your body. It's amazing how intuitive the body is. Like, mm-hmm. it, it really is. Um, but I, I I don't know. I hate people who try to argue that their sport is the hardest. Every sport is pretty difficult. There's no sport that's the easiest. I mean, any of us, if we went on to a pro field, would look like a moron. So (laughs) please stop. Even at your best sport, you would still look like a moron. (laughs) Unless you're just going D1. Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah, that's that's all I got. That's all I got as well. Wayne Dale and Norwin for the win. Uh, I I agree. I, I expect to see them both move on. If they don't, that wraps up this series. Uh, Weston won. I well, here's the story, everyone. All right, I wanted to get back into Minecraft. All right, I, I missed it, being <laughs> honest here, and I didn't have Xbox Live, so I'm like, hey, what, what, let me sign into my cousin's Apple ID account, and then I can just like install Minecraft on my phone, right? So I did that, got Minecraft back. You know, I was I was feeling good, ready to get oh. on the craft. I log in back to my Apple ID. My notes are gone. So my contact names are like 
deleted and everything. Weston's contact was deleted. I saw the message with him, but it was just a random number. And uh, yeah, so the notes for like who was winning. I mean, Weston was winning. I think he's still winning. We're just going to say he's the winner. Uh, the guest winner. We're probably going to be done with guests since uh, depending on how this week goes, there might be no one left, one team left, still two teams left, not enough people for a guest. The winning guest picker is Brady Roberts. Went eight and one. Let's go on his guest pick. I'm not sure what the game he got wrong was. He might have picked Wellington over Wayne Dale. So that that, that might yeah, be the I game he got wrong for picking that. So, but yeah, but yeah, that's that's all I got. That's all I got as well. I mean, uh, goodbye. If this is the last episode, if not, we'll see you next week. Thanks for yeah. listening to TW Talks.